Like I could tell by the way that you articulate, the way that just words just roll off with you. You don't really have to think too much. It's like a second nature for you. So. That's a beautiful compliment because this hasn't been easy for me. So thank you. Uh, you're doing a good job. Oh, my God. He said he's proud of me. I never heard that from my parents. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Thank you. All I has got Yankee signs, Nike checks on all the kicks. She don't never take no lines. Have the one, two, four, five, six. Says she live in Marble Hill, but she chill at Pelham Bay. No hellos or how you feels. All her friends say get okay. Bronx made, 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 Bronx made. Hey, que lo que? Welcome to Bronx Girl at Heart, a space where we explore harsh truths about growing up in our 20s and showing love to our past while looking towards our future. My name is Bronx Girl at Heart, aka Alanis. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode seven. I'd like to give a little heads up about the guest that we have today. We have a guest named Elkie, and he's an artist and a multi-hyphenate, a creative so we're going to get it into his head a little bit. We're going to learn a little bit about his relationship history and the influence for his music and his content. And today's topic will be dating and relationships. And I pose the question to you all, is this generation of young people the worst when it comes to dating? We're going to get into that. Um, before we get into everything, though, I would like to remind you guys to follow us on Instagram. So follow Bronx Girl at Heart podcast on Instagram. And if you enjoy the podcast today, please leave a comment in the rating review section of Apple Podcasts and also leave a reply in the Q&A section of Spotify. We'll get into our sound off. Okay. As you guys know from the last episode, I'm going to pick like two to three random topics and I'll go off about whatever LR decided to put in front of me today. Okay, a topic that I see here, how do we feel about what happened in the basketball match between LSU and Iowa? Um, for context, I'm, I'm thinking this is like the college basketball. Um, I'm thinking this is the college, the college basketball group, right, Lyric? <laughs> LR. Um, okay, so between LSU and Iowa, what I recall is that there was a basketball player who basically like did a hand motion on her face. Basically, she was not being like sportsmanlike or team player like, but then there was a white counterpart who did the same thing and she didn't get as much flack as the the black um player. Um, and I'm forgetting the names, excuse me. Um, maybe our producer knows the names. What are their names? We need these people's names. I'm just like, why Why you put this question? I barely know about basketball, but I do know that there was a young black female basketball player who, you know, who received intense public criticism. Well, not really from the public. It was mainly from the media for doing something that her white counterpart did that her white counterpart did during, you know, a moment of just like intensity and adrenaline that's very common during basketball. So I think it's, 
multiple issues in one. So I, I think it's the race issue where a black girl is obviously seen differently for doing the same thing the white player did. But also I think it's like women, like why can't women's basketball be just as aggressive and intense as male basketball is? That's my only take on it. But with that said, I don't know much about sports. So did we figure out the girl's name? Uh, Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark. Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark. So Angel Reese is the one that she's the one that doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> she's, you know, she's been coming out in interviews. She's been talking about Joe Biden. She's like, I don't want to go to the White House. Listen, what I have been seeing about her is that I feel like millennials are like people that are a little bit like older in their 20s or in their 30s or 40s. They're like, okay, girl, like we got you. We got you at first, but now you're doing a little too much. And it's like, no, I'm gonna stick beside her. Like this new generation, like, you know, we don't give a fuck. And I love that about us. Like, she's like, nah, I don't want to go to the White House. Okay, girl. She said, we'll be with the Obamas. And I felt that. Okay. Another sound off topic. Hmm. How do we feel about the cash app person dying and the government creating its own cash app? Another topic that I literally don't know about. LR, can you educate me? (laughs) Okay, we'll learn about this later because... Does anyone know what this is about? If you guys know, please like leave a comment and let me know. Leave a comment on Apple or on Spotify because I'm like, I have no idea what the cash app person dying is. All right. Are you ready for Summer Body 2023? I'm not. I'm not ready for Summer Body 2023, but I started going to my workout classes again like a couple weeks ago. I really started being more consistent last week. And my diet is really bad. Like my diet is really bad. Um, I'm going to Jamaica in a few days. I don't know how it's gonna get better, but Jamaica's gonna take me just like this. You know, I'm gonna get my hair done. I'm gonna get my nails. I might do some lashes. You know, I'm gonna dress it up real nice, and hopefully, no one notices that my back is big as hell. Okay. So we are. Done with the sound off. I'm not going to keep going because LR decided to put a whole bunch of topics in there that I don't understand. (laughs) Clearly, I need to be on the internet a little bit more. I've been super busy these past few weeks, so I don't know what the hell is going on. But that doesn't mean our guest doesn't know. Perhaps our guest will know what's what's happening. So I have to the left of me, Elkie. Hello. What's going on? What's good? What's good? So, can you please introduce yourself? Let us know. I already said your name, but let us know what borough you're from. Maybe even share like your social media handles with the audience. All right. So it's Elkie the Creative. On my Instagram is at Elkie the Creative. You can also find my other two pages. I got my music page at Elkie Music, and then I have the vlogs, the entertainment, the little funny videos at Elkie TV. And I'm from Crown Heights, Brooklyn. Period. The best. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> do you like being from Crown Heights? Oh, I love it. What do you like about it? The chicken spots. Period. Best you could find. Um, Crown fried chicken. Oh, yeah. I'm like, is oh, it from Crown Heights? Do you, it might be. <laughs> it's in the name. They so. created it. Kansas chicken, though. If you really know, Kansas chicken is like the best one. They don't even got that many of those. Cancer's chicken? Kansas. 
Kansas. Oh, Kansas? No, that's crazy. <laughs> Kansas. Yeah, can- Kansas chicken. I never heard of that. I've heard of Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. I don't think I've seen, I've heard of Kentucky Fried Chicken. I heard of Kennedy Fried Chicken. Nah, Kennedy, nah, nah we not jacking them. Kennedy's mad cheap, open mad late. Kennedy comes in clutch. Listen, Kansas got the honey barbecue sauce like you've never had before. Okay. If anyone listening knows about Kansas, let me know. Like, leave a comment. Let me know if you think Kansas is better than Kennedy Fried Chicken. And if y'all ain't had it yet, this is your indication. Okay. Or or let me know the best chicken spot, like the most undisputed best chicken spot. Apparently, Taoki is Kansas. So we'll mm-hmm. see. Okay. And so tell us a little bit more about your music. Like, how long have you been doing music for? You're also involved in different types of content creation. How long have you been doing that for? So my first song I dropped was Summer 16. Mm-hmm. Then I went on a hiatus. And I was just like in a music group for a couple years. Mm-hmm. I finally dropped my first solo single again, like 2019. So I'm counting that. 2016 was like I was just messing around. All right. 2019, I started like taking it seriously. Okay. And YouTube, I started that like two summers ago. It was the summer. No. Yeah, it was the summer before last. I started YouTube. So it's been a pretty good run. We'll we'll get a little bit more into your music and all of that because um, you have some exciting stuff coming up. And I always see you on my timeline like you're very consistent. So that's really cool and something that I will learn from you, hopefully. Before we continue, do you have any thoughts of this on the sound off topics that I touched on? Well, that cash app thing, I just heard about that today. I saw it on my news Yeah, feed. what can you let me know what that's about? I I don't even know, <laughs> but it's I know that after this, I'm gonna have to do my research because okay. that shit sounds crazy. I, someone died. The, the apparently the owner of Cash App died. I didn't know about that. We are so uneducated. What is going on? <laughs> oh, that's why I saw someone tweet on my way here. I saw someone tweet like, "Oh, so we taking our money out of Cash App? Let me know." Yeah. I don't think I, wait, do I have money on Cash App? I don't think I have money on Cash App. Like, the only time I have money on Cash App is, like, when people send me money and I forget to transfer it out. Oh, I got banned from Cash App, so I don't even. Do we want to get into that or no? All I want to say is it's not my fault. (laughs) It's not my fault. Okay. All right. So, yeah, you can catch Elky on Venmo. I thought Venmo was, like, the white person one. Oh, I use Zelle. Mm, no, Zell was the way to go. Zell was like the safest, but mm-hmm. I have all of them because at one point or another in college, there has always been some friend that I needed to send money to, and they're like, "I don't have that. I only use this. I only use this." I even had to get Google Pay at one point. Like, wow, well, you got to make sure you can get all the payments. However, you got to get it. Yeah, I yeah, I take all the payments. <laughs> Just send me the money. I'll take Apple Pay, Cash App, Venmo, Zell. Mm-hmm. And anyway, just send it to me. My favorite is PayPal, though, because it got protection. You see, PayPal, I never cared for PayPal because I'm like, I'm not signing up for that shit. Well, it's like a two minute sign up. No, no, it seemed like two. It looked like I was signing up for a Facebook page or something. I was oh, damn. Yeah. OK, well, good to know that you're a little bit more educated than I am. Wait, <laughs> we also talked a little bit about the the college basketball team, mm-hmm. the two girls. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like, um, I'm so sorry. What is her name again? <laughs> LR. 
Angel Reese. And girl, that's no shade to you. I fucking love you. I just forgot about you because I literally don't watch basketball. So Angel Reese, do you feel like she was is being discriminated against? Hell yeah. Treated unfairly? Hell yeah. Okay. Wow. I feel like they're dragging it because the literally, and I'm not even like all the way in on the situation, but thanks to social media, you see clips of everything. Right. So it was like a week before the same girl who was the victim of this um what can you say like what in your face kind of motion she did the same thing to another player a week ago so it's kind of like it came full circle i guess they're just mad about who's the one that's taunting her oh she did it to another player yeah what was that player's response she had to take it it's basketball what's she gonna do duff her out no but the other that's the thing because angel reese did it back to her yeah she this girl did it to this girl they were both white then she comes here, she loses to Angel, and Angel does the same thing to her. Mm-hmm. It came full circle. Yeah, and they're only talking about Angel Reese. They were, when that girl did it, they was like, oh, look what she's doing. Yeah. Like, it was kind of like, it's competitive. Yeah. They didn't see it as a problem. You know what this situation reminds me of a little bit that's not connected, it's not connected at all, but who is the, again, I'm so sorry for not remembering names. Do you remember that track star that she gained, like, notoriety because she was there was marijuana in her system so she kind of got like removed from a yeah shikari shikari richardson right Mm -hmm. this reminds me about shikari richardson i feel like listen like if if people are gonna be discriminatory and weird towards you like just use the attention that you're getting now. Try to get some sponsorships and something like don't mess up the bag because Shikari after that, she had like deals with Nike and there was a lot of celebrities backing her up. Yeah. So I feel like this girl, she can get a lot of support as well. Um, as She can take advantage of her community and the support that she gets from this. Um, but being smart about it too. Yeah. I don't know. Would you... She so I was watching this clip where she was like, um, she was telling Jill Biden to like keep the same energy. And I I don't know too much about the story, but apparently Jill Biden said something before, and then they she invited their team to the White House last minute or something that she felt slighted by. Like, would you publicly ever speak out against the first lady or the president? I think I know I'm maybe I'm incorrect, but I think what happened was they invited her team yeah. and the losing team to the yes. White House. And the way that it usually goes is the winner is supposed to go to the White House. Right. So it's not just like it's taken away from the people who win, but I think it's also taken away from the, the women's sport, too, because mm-hmm. they're on top. It's supposed to be strictly for the first place championship winner to go to the White House and take mm-hmm. pictures. Why is the second place team coming? Is there some kind of remorse for the second team? Why are you? Why did Joe Biden do that? You feel like she was being shady? It's weird. Because of the hand motion? I guess. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say that's exactly why, but it kind of looks that way. That we're going to, there's some kind of feeling a little sympathetic for the the second place team, but that's not how it's done. Even though this girl was reacting to a motion that was made towards her. Yeah. And I feel like she's probably upset because that's taken away from her moment. This is my moment. I just won a championship. Mm-hmm. Why is the losing team with me at the White House? I just spanked them. Right. Hmm. So and she was like, okay, we'll we'll wait to we'll wait to meet the Obamas. Okay. But would you speak out publicly and say something like that against the president and the first lady? 
I, I'm, you know what? Because that's what I was saying. I feel like our generation, like the younger, like Gen Z or whatever, like we really don't give a fuck. And I like it. Yeah. But sometimes I do have like my, I don't know, like my parents mentality where it's like, I don't know if I want to fuck up a bag. Sometimes even I tweet about like celebrities, like mm-hmm. I'll say some shit and then I'll delete it like a few weeks later. Cause I'm like, you never know. what They might room, go back and look for you it. You never know what room you could end up in. So yeah. I'm going to just leave any tweet up. I put up about a certain celebrity. They get deleted within two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. There's a couple things I might need to go back now. <laughs> you never know what room you'll be yeah. in. And at the end of the day, we just talking shit. But yeah. like, if I'm in a room with you, do I know you? No, I don't really know you. I'm just going off the image I've exactly. been presented. I don't exactly. really know the person. I don't really it. know you. So, and I also don't really care that much. So I wouldn't want like, a tweet or something I say in a video like in her instance something she said in a video because she's hype and like feeling passionate in the moment to like Mm -hmm. come back to her yeah she's feeling on top of the world right now right so maybe there's an emotional component but yeah sometimes you do got to be a little careful especially like you said with the bag and Mm -hmm. the sponsor deals and things like that right that's the thing it's mainly the sponsorships and like the bag because i don't know i feel like a lot of us young people like i I don't even know do people even respect the white house or like president i was just about to say that i don't think anybody respects i don't think they do but that's what i feel like sponsors do yeah, because there's a lot of, you know, politics going on. So yes. Got to be careful who, yes. with who you upset. Exactly. And like these companies, they put money into campaigns and like presidencies and stuff. Exactly. So, so you don't know who you might be getting. There's some sides you, you know what I'm saying? It's hard. I get it, though. I hate holding my tongue. Yeah, I feel like she spoke her mind, though. So I would never tell her not to speak her mind. But yeah, some things you got to think about, though. Okay. So moving along. Um, I usually start off, we kind of got sidetracked because that was a very interesting conversation, but I usually start off with Casa Confessions. Mm, I like that sound. Huh, spicy. Yeah. So in Casa Confessions, I asked our guests four to six mild to out-of-pocket questions, and the guests can opt out of a question by taking a shot of Casamigos. Okay. I did want to start taking a shot before the game with the guests. But I took a shot before we started recording for you guys listening. And I feel like that shot hit me crazy. So do you want to take another shot? I think I'm going to take my time just like you. Take okay. it take it easy. Okay, take it easy. but if you have to opt out, you oh, know, yeah. take a shot. Or if you ever, for any reason, feel uncomfortable and don't want to drink anymore, LR and I, maybe just me today because LR is, you know, <laughs> LR might not want to drink today, but maybe just me. I'll do it in your honor. It's the least I can do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So our first question. Do you believe that it's better to cheat and confess or cheat and take it to the grave? We're talking about relationships. Damn. I mean, I think it depends on where you are. Mm-hmm. If you married, first of all, that's fucked up. But if you married, you got a whole family and shit like that. You gonna destroy this household? Mm-hmm. You better shut up, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say shit. Okay. But if you, I mean, what if you're repeatedly cheating? So he's supposed. Oh, to so just, he's a serial cheater. Yeah, he's just like he's just, constantly cheating. He's supposed to never tell her. I, if it's a serial cheater, they're never going to tell. They, you got to get caught in the act. You got to. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. True. Maybe it's, if you if you did it one time, like little dirt. <laughs> you think he did it one time? Fuck no. I'm just going off of what <laughs> we've seen. Now. <laughs> <laughs> okay but yeah i think 
Me personally though, I, I don't really be with the cheating shit, but mm-hmm. just fess up if you if you sure he accepts you, you know what I'm saying? But she probably gonna get her lick back. So take mm. that in consideration. Okay. So we'll get back to that. You said you don't really be with the cheating shit, whatever that means. Facts. We'll come back to that. Okay, next question. What's something that you feel you are underappreciated for? What am I underappreciated for? Probably being a real ass nigga, son. Mm. You don't find a lot of people like me nowadays. You know what I mean? What does that mean? Can you elaborate? I mean, I just feel like when it comes to my loyalty, like I'm super loyal with the people that I'm close to. Mm-hmm. So I would never let somebody speak negatively of you if you're not present. I won't let I won't let nobody talk down on you. I'll stand up for you. Like I'm really 100%. If I'm for you, I'm for you. If I don't fuck with you, I'll let you know I don't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times people are in between. They like to play a little mm-hmm. one foot in, one foot out. Yes. There's a lot of weird shit. And me, I'm the way my pops raised me was like, be a stand-up man. So if I feel a way about something, I'ma say that. So it's a lot of weird so shit going pussy. on. Fuck no. Okay. Yeah. And you're loyal. Absolutely. To my people. Okay. 100%. And you feel like you don't get the credit you deserve for that? Or like people sleep on you? I just feel like it, sometimes it, when you have that kind of approach, it might not be reciprocated as much. Mm. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. What is something that usually happens during sex that you wish everyone would skip? I don't know. I kind of like every part. But if we talk about Netflix and chill, maybe you could skip the Netflix part. Oh, like you don't want to watch the movies. You just want to get straight to it. I mean, if we know what we came to do, why don't we just do what we came to do? And what if you guys said you guys came to watch a movie, but like then, you know... But you know she doesn't really want to watch a movie, but that's what you guys came there for. I feel like that's a coy, though. Like, she knows what she came to do. It's just like, okay, we gonna watch a movie first. (laughs) So you don't even put it on. No, we... You come... She comes to your place and the screen is black. Like, there's no... No. There's no movie on. We could set a vibe. We could set a vibe. But I'm just saying, like, (laughs) why are we playing around? Like, halfway through this movie, you're not even gonna be watching no more. So, you know what I'm saying? That's true. Name a rapper that you think you can beat in a versus battle. In a versus? Yeah. Hmm. Lil Pump. Lil Pump. <laughs> I could, I mean, there's a, I don't want to be too cocky about this shit, but there's a lot of niggas in the game that I just don't, like they have their moment, but I don't really think that they're that talented or that good. Mm-hmm. It's more like they have their little moment and then they're gone. People like that, they might have like one hit, so... What about Lil Pump's rap style makes you think you could beat him? It's redundant. Mm. I mean, when's the last time you heard he dropped? I honestly never really was a fan of Lil Pump personally, but I know he was like a SoundCloud type rapper, right? Mm-hmm. So I know he had his his strong. So I feel like the SoundCloud rappers, like that type of, I don't know, like Trippy Red, Trippy Red like the face tat people mm-hmm. i feel like they have like their strong like core supporters yeah i mean right now i don't have a humongous audience mm-hmm. so in honest retrospect mm-hmm. a lot of niggas probably gonna smoke me just because niggas don't know my songs mm-hmm. but i mean like based on the um, quality rap ability yeah like bar for bar bar for bar quality 
And then my stage performance, because I I live for performing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some niggas are just studio rappers. They could put together a verse, but then you pay to watch them live and their performance is flat. Mm-hmm. Me, I go on the stage and I wild out. Lit. So you made it through Casa Confessions. Let's clap. LR, can you clap for us? <laughs> this man, like, I need some energy. Let's take let's take a, a complimentary shot for a complimentary Casa shot? Confessions. Okay, let's do that. Thanks. I love you see. I like this guy. Come over here more often. Even though I'm already like, I took one shot and I'm like fucked up. I don't know what it is. And I got work in the morning, but. You don't seem fucked up. I, mean, I, I feel a little This lit. is fucked up for me. Ooh. I'll oh. definitely pop out though. I, I like it here. Shot. Y'all cool. <laughs> so cool. Okay. So as we're taking a little shot. I just want the guests to know that she gave me an extra heavy shot. <laughs> <laughs> she she trying to fuck me up. Should have Damn you, peace. It's okay. Let's do the. Do you know the parriba pa abajo, pa centro, pa dentro? Can you say that one more time? <laughs> All right, parriba. Parriba. Pa abajo. Be careful with the shot. Okay. Pa abajo. What am I? Pa oh. centro. No. So you're supposed to go up with me. Oh. Then down with me. Pa abajo. Okay. Pa centro in the middle. Okay. Pa dentro inside. Mm. Second shot down. We lit. They need to sponsor me. Is Casa need to sponsor me? I don't even say their full name too much because I'm like they need to stop playing with me. Exactly. (laughs) Um. So now that we had some time to prepare, and you were talking all that shit before we ended Casa Confessions, we're getting into a special segment called Show and Tell. Hmm. So I'd like to hear a little bit, like a few bars from you, you know, a little freestyle, maybe a poem, a poem, maybe start dancing. I don't know. Start beatboxing. Entertain <laughs> us. Entertain us. Damn. She put me on the spot, y'all. You say you could go bar for bar with Lil Pump. That nigga don't freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> or a little, Damn. maybe even a rap that you already have. Okay. I mean, I guess I could like... A little something. Yeah, I could like sing something I already wrote. Yeah, literally like 20 seconds. All right. <laughs> so I guess I could do Halo Mama. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey. I want to see your body moving. So let me see you move it. Let me see you move it. Hey, I want to see your body moving. Got to move it. You got to move it. Hey, I might just make it rain. First, you gotta prove it. Show me how you doing it. Hey, I wanna see you move your ways. Like when we was on Utica, heading to the palace. Hey, now we riding, switching lanes. No more jugging TD, the shit you see on TV. Hey, shorty glowing like some VVs. Hey, she glowing more when she see me. Hey. <laughs> Clap it up. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank it sounds like you. the record too. Oh, you heard that song? Oh yeah. The the Halo Mom. Yeah, I saw the videos, the little videos you were doing, and I was listening to it on Apple Music last night when preparing for this. Oh snap. Yeah. Okay. You in tune, you in tune. I yeah, see, I, I, see. Heard, I heard a few of your songs. I like it. It has like that drill vibe to it, but also like melodic. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going for. A little melodic and smooth at the same time. 
I like your music because I like melodic stuff. I feel like I can't listen to like straight, like hardcore rap too much, like too straight in a row like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I, you know, yeah, I, <laughs> I like, like hearing someone sing to me. Yeah, I like to mix it up. I like singing. And then, yeah. yeah, if I'm going to rap hard, I might at least come with a nice hook. Yeah. Maybe some ad-libs on a little vocal, something like that. You have like a like a spiritual song, like a song about God too. Which which one? Because I, I do mention God. Was it Heal Me? I think it was Heal Me. Let me look through the songs I was listening to last night, but I think it was Heal Me. Do mm-hmm. you... Do you feel like a strong connection to your spirituality? Or absolutely. God? Absolutely. Okay. I'm a very spiritual person. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how does that come through in your music? Um, when it, Well, I feel like when it comes to all artwork, music, even when you just, even what we're doing right now, podcasting, mm-hmm. it, I feel like it comes from a certain, like a source, mm-hmm. you know? something subconscious like you don't have to think too much like I could tell by the way that you articulate the way that just words just roll off with you you don't really have to think too much it's like a second nature for you that's a beautiful compliment because this hasn't been easy for me so thank you Uh, you're doing a good job oh my god he said he's proud of me I never heard that from my parents (laughs) wow (laughs) thank you (laughs) well keep keep going sorry I interrupted but yeah like so with the music, it's a subconscious thing and you tap into something outside of you, you know, mm. a lot of the greatest artists, painters, so on. It's something that comes from outside of you. And my connection with God is very personal. You know, sometimes I, when I pray, I ask God to speak through me, to act through me. I even pray for people that, you know, I pray for all my friends, my people. I pray that people I cross paths with, you know, be blessed. Mm. So. I have a very strong connection with God. That's so beautiful. And I hope that you keep that throughout your career because from what I hear, that's what keeps people grounded. Even if like success and other things may come, mm-hmm. if you have that relationship, you'll always be humble because you serve someone above you. Yeah, I'll never and forget that. Yes. And I, yeah, I have a connection with God too. And I, I feel like I'm very spiritual and stuff. So that's really cool. And I was appreciating a, a young person being out and proud about that. And that's why when I heard it in a song, I was like, oh, that's unique. Because, you know, a lot of like, I don't know, a lot of like the rappers, I guess, trying to come up, they're going to try to come up with like what everyone else is talking about, which is like, you know, shooting people's head off and like, um, and fucking a whole bunch of girls and stuff, which you could talk about that, but it's it's cool to have variety. Mm-hmm, for sure. And wait, I want you to tell us a little bit more about your spirituality, because you said you're a very spiritual person, too. What is going on? I'm getting the interview turned around. Well, it's not an interview. It's a dialogue. We yeah. want to have dialogue at Bronx Girl at Heart. So I'm very grateful that you're asking me questions as well. Um, my spirituality, what would I say? I would say lately I've been like waking up and listening to gospel music every morning Mm. because I feel like my spirit and my energy has been a little dark, a little like a little low. So I, I cling on to whenever I feel low and whenever I feel helpless, I cling on to God, you know, because I feel like he, you know, he helps me get through everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, they say like, there's a verse that is like the faith of a mustard seed can move mountains. Like, even if you have a little bit of faith, like, I feel like I could do everything. You don't need a lot of faith either. Just like that connection and that hope 
Yeah. That hope that God gives, I feel like it has moved me through a lot. So I'm not the most like, I, I have started going to church um multiple uh Sundays and on a lot of Sundays because I'll go like with my mom and stuff. But I'm not super like strict into like following certain rules and all. It's yeah. just about a relationship, a relationship with God for me, being grateful, being humble. Mm-hmm. And just knowing that I can't do everything on my own. So sometimes I just put it onto him. So like sometimes I feel very overwhelmed and I just start listening to gospel music and I'm just like, you're going to get me through somehow. Yeah. And I'll just like send a message up to God. Wow, we're getting very spiritual over this shot of Casamigos. I like that point that you made too about it being a personal relationship. And sometimes you don't follow the rules Mm -hmm. because honestly, I feel like. But it's our rule. It's a personal relationship. So it's your rules. You know, there's, there's certain nobody's perfect yes you know we we all make mistakes we all have our flaws Mm -hmm. so why be in an internal battle with yourself yeah like if you have a good heart and good intentions i think that's even more important than putting up a facade for others i feel like that too like i feel like i can't really i don't know i can't really be too in the groove with like too many of like those like what is it like the bible thumping christians i don't know what the name is but I can't be too close to them. Mm-hmm. Like those people that are too like strict and like legalistic about Christianity and about faith because I just don't feel that intense about it. And I feel like in my opinion, my relationship with God, I feel like he wants us to live yeah, in the world. Exactly. Right? We're here for a reason. He wants us yeah. to live. We have a lot of things to accomplish. So we have to experience. We have Why to do certain things. Why would he want us to wear long jean skirts and turtlenecks and just like only drink wine on Sundays then like yeah we have to experience something while we're here if you because some people feel like you have to like cut yourself from from the whatever you desire like don't do anything you know but like what are we here for then Mm -hmm. just to sit here Mm -hmm. what about sex do you feel like you should wait to sex for marriage because I know that's like a Christian belief you know are you waiting for marriage if if <laughs> in a perfect world, yeah, that would have been, you know, good. Like if you and your partner didn't have sex and y'all got married and mm-hmm. then y'all lost your virginity to each other, it sounds beautiful. Oh, wholesome. But damn, I fucked that shit up. <laughs> you know why I feel like that might be, you know, a product of the times too, a product of the Bible times. Because nowadays, like what if I wait till 50 to get married? Like, I can't, because some people, some of those, like, very strict Christian people, they get married just so they can have sex. That's... And I'm not going to do that. No, that's not good. Why would you do that? That's a waste of time. I feel like that's worse. It is. Because you're <laughs> wasting you the have, person's married, time, too. You get married, and then it might not even be good. Yo, I don't know how trash the sex be, because I feel like... I mean, I guess it's not for everybody, but I feel like you with somebody for a while, you should be able to pick up on something. You could get better at something. But. Yeah, you get better. But like if you're getting married at 20, like the sex is probably not going to be that good. <laughs> not nowadays. But the connection is important, though. Okay. The sex, the sex could be good. But then what if there's nothing else to it besides that? You know, you got married to somebody just to release your lust. Then that's what I'm saying. So that's why I that's why I was saying that I feel like this, the 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 sex thing might not be timely mm. because back in the day, <laughs> you know, back, back in the day when, you know, you know, the, those people were walking around, 
um, there was, you know, women needed to get married. Mm-hmm. And they will get married at 15, 16. So, yeah, wait till marriage to have sex. The hell are you having sex before then for? Mm-hmm. Things were different back but in the now, past. But now, people like women buy their own homes before they even get married. Right. Women have most have careers before they get married. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're gonna wait till 45 to get married and to to have sex. You're gonna wait till 45 to have sex. No, that's extreme. But that's you know what I'm one, saying. So one, the waiting to get married thing doesn't like I don't think that's timely. You know, it was one component too. I think waiting for commitment. Yeah, I think one component of the waiting for marriage, I mean, waiting for marriage to have sex, too, was a lot of times marriages happened between families in the past. Like, whoa, what? Like on some on some brother cousins type shit? No, no, no. no. I'm talking about two different families. Like, this is my son from this clan. If you Dominican, lo primo se primen. You know what I mean? I I know you nasty motherfuckers. Oh, nah. Yeah. What's going on? I'm talking about like, okay, this is my daughter. From this, like everybody's name held weight. I come from this family, so my word is my bond, this, that. And it's like two families connecting with the yes. marriage. Now it's kind of like. Is still like that. I feel like African cultures. I feel oh, like yeah. um, like a lot of people like in the Islamic tradition or like oh, yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Americans, I feel like we've lost that. America, here in America, the last name don't mean nothing. It's a free for all. Yeah, because but there was a point in time in the past, like, okay, a man's word was bond because he represented his father, his grandfather, everybody. Mm-hmm. Now niggas, niggas' last name don't mean nothing. They just do whatever. Yeah. So it's a different time. But I would say that sex, you know, there's everything with moderation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like fucking a million different people. I don't think that's good for your spirit. Yeah. You know what I also, that's what I'm saying. I feel like sometimes, in my opinion, I feel like the Bible says things like metaphorically. Mm-hmm. And it gives like rules that like make sense and especially made sense for the time in which it was created. Now mm-hmm. we can modify things accordingly. Yeah. But like, for example, then I don't think they had STD tests. Right. So obviously get married to one person stay safe because you don't know what other people have you yeah. know but now we have contraception and we have std tests so we don't have to stay with one person and hope they don't give us gonorrhea like we can like you know have different experiences now don't get crazy i mean any you know people could do whatever they want i don't believe in getting crazy because i feel like there's like spiritual like consequences too if you're like just having interactions with everybody, regardless of if they respect you or not. Exactly. And if they respect themselves. Exactly. Because your partner is supposed to be like a reflection of yourself in, a, in some shape or form. Exactly. So. so what I take from like Christianity in terms of rules when it comes to sexuality and all of that, I feel like waiting till there's some type of commitment is important. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just being at the bare minimum, being like safe. Because back then there wasn't the science that we have now. Mm-hmm. So you can get tested now. You can ask certain questions now. Yeah. Um, as a woman and as a man. As a man, you shouldn't just wait for the girl to ask the question. You, sh- you should ask the question about, you know, their safety and their status and all that as well. I need to see test results. Because some, some people are wilding out here. Thank God you do. Because some people just see you at 7-Eleven and they're ready to go. Don't know what the you got going on. No. I'm like, you nasty. I need to know what you've been on. Like, because you don't know what this person been doing. Okay, so that leads us into our main topic of the day. So we want to talk about dating and relationships today. 
And we kind of got started talking about this. I guess we're more so talking about like the celibacy slash hypersexuality component. Mm-hmm. So I've been seeing people tweeting on, you know, and just talking on social media about this generation just being hypersexual. And you can see it reflected in music, specifically like female rap nowadays, since you're a rapper. Female mm-hmm. rap has become very hypersexual. Yeah. What do you think about it? Do you feel like this generation is just more free? Do you think they're just fast and nasty? What do you think? I think it's a little bit of both. <laughs> fast and nasty and free. Yeah. Fast, nasty, and free. Fast, nasty, and free. I like how that sounds. It's a nice ring to it, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. I think it's a little bit of both because, you know, everybody is kind of like, at, at this point in time, everybody's like, screw what everybody was talking about before screw all of the traditional stuff we just gonna do whatever we want mm-hmm. so when it comes to stuff like that i don't want to sound like i'm being stiff or like an old head or some something like that but usually when there's a tradition in any culture is because it worked for many different generations okay you know what i mean so that when it comes back to that point about sexual control they probably make these kind of judgments off of like seeing things off of what works it mm-hmm. takes time hundreds of years thousands of years they form these traditions but at the same time things have to change mm-hmm. can't yeah. stay the same forever so yeah you could be fast and nasty <laughs> and free you know okay so you don't think it's something that's in the water with this generation or like do you feel like the people around you are making irresponsible decisions when it comes to sex or do you think it's still like very personal like it's not as crazy as people make it out to be no nah, it's pretty crazy it's pretty crazy out here yeah it is crazy but at the end of the day i feel like it was always crazy i think you know what like I, it's it's more it's more like you you you're making a good point because it's more available to us like you can see everything people are talking yes, about everything. social media and stuff but i don't know i just feel like it's not as, it wasn't as crazy just because now you can be out in the open with crazy. Mm-hmm. Maybe back then it's a little more secretive, so people might not do it as frequently, do as, do crazy shit as frequently. I do feel like there was a statistic I saw somewhere that it was like more people in their 20s are like sexless and celibate and like there's less people dating and getting into relationships now. I feel like that's true also. That's, it's so strange. I think there's the hypersexuality, but then I have been personally seeing like people on Twitter and stuff being like, we're celibate, like going celibate. So every single time where there's like an extreme like hypersexuality, there's definitely a contrast as yeah. well of people like, no, we're not doing that either. I think that's what makes a society. It's good that there's a contrast. Mm. It's surprising because you would think that things are very hypersexual. But then again, it's a lot of niggas paying for OnlyFans now. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a lot we of less going We have way more around. distractions. You got to think about it. We yeah. have way more distractions before technology, before the internet. What did people have to do? <laughs> they was working and they was fucking. Yeah. So now it's like you know people rather like watch TV, like go uh, on you know go on Instagram. I think there's a reason to porn too. The porn yes. changed things a lot. Facts. Because now now okay. People, people have something that could stimulate them, overstimulate their brain and their eyes and their mind. Mm. So maybe they could skip out on sex. Mm-hmm. They could just say, all right, fuck it. I'm going to just go on Pornhub. Yeah. I don't even want to do nothing. 
Yeah. Also, aside from that, I just feel like life became way more dynamic. Like, you know, you go to you go to your job, then you go to Pilates class, then you go to a social club, then you have you maybe have a side hustle. Like mm-hmm. life wasn't like this back in the day. Like you, you hunted your chicken and you came back home and you made love to your wife and you had babies. Like, Doesn't it sound life, so nice? Life has more like there's way more expectations on us. You go to school, you go to school while working. Then you like, you know, I think life is just way more dynamic now. People have hobbies. Yeah, well, I mean, I think hobbies is always a thing, but I would Not say really. That- I don't. I feel like. I feel like as obviously hobbies have been around for a long time, but I feel yeah. like as generations go on, there's more of a value on doing things that aren't necessary for survival and for earning money. You sure? Because yeah, because I think of exa- for example, like a lot of I'm just going with the music industry. A lot of artists nowadays don't play an instrument. Okay, but like before. Because they didn't have as many outlets, Technology. you sit there for hours learning the guitar, hours on a piano, yeah. hours on a hobby. You know what I mean? That's true. You know, but at this, like I said, like you said, there's a lot of things. Well, I, now the guitar has been switched out for some type of beat system. Everything is a beat of, machine. Or a just, guitar hero. Yeah. yeah just put, a, put an instrument. No, 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 but no. it's a similar amount of hours, similar concept, but they're just learning a different tool now. They're learning... They're taking a class on how to use digital instruments instead of like yeah. a guitar. That's true. That is true. Yeah. So I, I think people do have hobbies. I do feel like this generation, I feel like there's a lot of expectations on us. Mm-hmm. Like we have to have everything figured out. Like you're like, what are you doing for your mental health? What are you doing for your physical health? Um, What is your hobby? What is your job? Like, are you on a board? Like, I don't know. Like, there's so many, like, requirements for us nowadays. I feel like it can get overwhelming when you try to take on a lot. Do you own anything? Are yeah. you investing? Where, where, yeah. Like, do you have that- a, you have all those people online. You spend $5 at McDonald's? Take that and flip it into LLC. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There's a lot more expectations on us. Like, we're expected to do a lot more with our 24 hours in a day than we yeah. were before. I think we're very busy now. Everybody, yes. you know, there's a lot of activities. You have to be very productive. Yes. So you know? But then at the same time, Gen Z is like known for not being productive too. I think it's a, okay. I think. Do you feel Gen- like that's true? Do you feel like Gen, you are, I don't know if you know, like your generation. Are you a millennial or are you Gen Z? I was born in 97. So I think I'm on a border. 97. I think you're Gen Z. Cause I think 95 was the last year of millennial. They said 96. Okay, so you, but still, you're Gen Z regardless. It's cheating. You're Gen Z. Okay, (laughs) so do you feel like we get a bad rep? Like, do you feel like we're we're lazy or? I feel like the only things I see is honestly not lazy. Is like we prioritize ourselves more. Yeah. So we'll be at the job like. Yes, guys, like, let's get it in. But I have a hard stop in 10 minutes to, like, go to my freaking to go to my studio session. So let's get it in in these next 10 minutes. You know what I think it is? It's not laziness. It's a change of values. Mm -hmm. And then also where we are, Mm -hmm. because our parents or maybe even our parents. We saw our parents doing the same shit day in, day out for another person to make another person's dreams come true. Sacrificing their life for somebody else. That's one thing. But another thing is their dollar bought more. True. They could get a house and a mortgage was 10 years. True. Now it's 30. Now you got to like, 
because our dollar doesn't get us as much, we're like, why the fuck do I got to work so hard for you? Right. And this is all I get, this little bit of change. That's true. And the, and the richer people are just getting crazy rich while we're like this, struggling to, and trying to find our way. So we're like, why do I have to give my life away to this company? That's true. You know, it's a change of values. A hundred percent. I'm like, fuck it. I want to own a company. <laughs> I would rather own a company and let somebody else work and use their time because time is valuable. I don't want to give all my time away to a company. That might be the Gen Z thing. Mm-hmm. It's not that we're lazy. It's that we feel like time is valuable. So it's yeah. like, why am I giving so many of my hours in a week to you? Mm-hmm. when I should be putting that into me because after the week, I'm tired. Then I got to yeah. find after I clock out of work. I'm like mentally drained. My brain doesn't know like, okay, now you're going to get this other separate source of energy for your passions. Like, no. Sometimes you're so burnt out. The job already sucked away the energy. Absolutely. (laughs) So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to take my paid time off. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to take my wellness days. Uh Yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, I have 10 more minutes for this meeting before I have to head out to my yoga class. Yeah, I'm going to say that Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I need my time. Exactly. Exactly. That's fair. It is. Okay. All right. So let's talk a little bit about your dating experiences. You talk a lot about love and dating in your music. Do you feel like, how are you with dating right now? Are you in a relationship? Are you single? What's going on? No, I'm single. Do you like being single? Are you enjoying it? Yeah. What do you What do you enjoy about it? Um, It's a certain type of freedom. I don't have somebody trying to know where I'm at all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're in a relationship, they want to keep tabs. I feel like getting clocked. I don't like being clocked. Mm-hmm. So it's that. And I could just focus on the things I want to do yeah. and not really worry about what somebody else is doing. But how do you feel about like the different relationship styles that are going on now? Like when you're dating, do you just assume it's just going to be you and that person? Because now they have open relationships. You know, They've always been around, but now it's more common. Is that something you participate in? I wouldn't mind trying a polyester, whatever they call it. <laughs> that a polyester, a polyester shirt. Yeah, it's whatever. A you polyamory. Know, let, me, let me get one of polyester right okay. now. But what about like the different things people are doing in the bedroom now? Because like people are doing interesting things in our generation. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Absolutely. Are you down for all of that? Like all the like the toys and stuff. I have my limitations. Mm-hmm. There's certain things that people do. I'm not going to do. But stuff. You're not into it? Butt stuff? You're not into eating ass, no, like fingering a, a booty hole? I'm not eating nobody's ass. Wow. But. Where is your family from? So my mom is from Cameroon. Okay. That's Central Africa. And then my dad was from Trinidad and Venezuela. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. There was one thing I did to a shorty that I was with. I might have, I don't know if I should tell y'all this because y'all might try to steal it. That means you should tell us. What did you do? Uh, I mean, she asked me to do it, so but she liked this. So I'm like, maybe I might try this on. All right, what was the trick? Let us know. She told me to put a piece of ice in there. Yo. In both places. At the same time? At one point, yeah, it was at the same time. And how was that experience for you guys? Her eyes was rolling back. That shit felt good, though. Isn't to that- who? To her? Both of us. Wait, how do you know it felt good? I saw her expressions. You gotta, she okay. got to be an active. She was doing all of that. Oh, so you felt what she was feeling? Yeah. It, okay. was, a, it was a connected experience. Was- 
Listen, I'm not even going to comment on that. Y'all, y'all heard what the man said. Try it at your own at your own leisure, I guess. But I, I, one thing I will say, though, a relationship is better than having hoes, though. I'm going to stand on that for sure. Okay. So what are a few tips that you feel like you've learned throughout the years about, like, what is required for a healthy relationship? Don't ignore red flags. Mm. If you notice something that disturbs you in the early stages of a relationship and you skip over it, just know that same thing is going to come down the line 10 times bigger. This is a habit about the person you've noticed. Don't ignore that. That's one thing. Facts. And another thing is you have to, in a relationship, there's going to be ups and downs. I hate the 50-50 conversation because sometimes somebody's going to be at their low and somebody's going to be at their high. Maybe I'll both at your high. Maybe I'll both at your low. It's not perfect. You can't really say we're going 50-50 and that's it. But you have to look at what you're putting in and then what the person is putting in. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're putting in so much effort and the other person's not putting in any or minimal, that's something you got to take into consideration when you deal with somebody. I agree. So back to the 50-50 conversation. You ask a girl out on a date, a first date, who's paying? Whoever's idea it was. If it's my idea, then I pay for the date. I told, I told girl, you to come with if me. If the girl asks you out, she's paying for the date. Yeah, because she invited me out. That's that's fair. She told me, let's go over here. So imagine her telling me, this is the spot. Come here and then pay the whole bill. You you invited me. What the f- What's going on? Okay, so the check comes. What are you doing? You're just looking at her to grab her, her wallet in the bag? In all honesty, sometimes I feel like that's understood already. Has this, for real, you feel like in your experiences, girls that have asked you out, know that they're going to pay. Yeah, because, I mean, it's, there's points in times where I've, I've went 50-50 on a bill mm-hmm. when a girl has invited me somewhere Okay. in the past. But I feel like it's understood if you invite somebody, this was your idea. That That's a good rule. I'm not mad at that rule. Mm-hmm. And that's honestly the rule I agree with, too. Yeah. I don't like the idea of a guy asking you out on a date and then the like both people have to pay. I feel like one yeah. I feel like for dates one person should pay. Yeah. I mean if a girl likes you, she's going to pay or she's or she's not going to be tight with her wallet. Like a lot of guys be online complaining about, you know, girls using them for money and stuff like that. I feel like that's just a lapse in your judgment of who you are dealing with. Mm-hmm. She don't like you, nigga. That's true. Have you ever feel like you dealt with a girl that was trying to I guess take advantage of you. Like, have you ever been asked for abortion money for a baby that like wasn't needed to be aborted? <laughs> Do I got to take a shot for that? No, <laughs> she was went. She a, went crazy. Look, was like, this an experience that you had? Hey, hey, let me just, look. There was this one shorty I was dealing with, and she was on birth control. So, I was in the club like, grah, grah, grah. but. You know, then after that, she was like, why'd you do that? Send me money for a plan B. And I was like, I don't want to get her pregnant. Fuck it. I'll send it. But but then she, but then like five minutes later, she's like, all right, I went to the pharmacy and got it. Like, I don't care how, where you live at. That shit was not that close. Oh, five minutes later? Yeah. She was like, all right, I went to the pharmacy and got the plan B. (laughs) No, no, you didn't. You caught her. What do you think she did with the 50, $60? I don't know. She probably, she lived next to a lot of restaurants. Maybe she got a seafood boil. She got a seafood boil. What I paid for a seafood money? boil. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I feel like, you know, that's the least you can do for shooting up the club like that. Hey. For a seafood boil. You know, I didn't mind. 
That that was look me personally. Any girl that I'm with, I like to treat it good. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I treat my women nice. Mm. So that wasn't my first time doing something nice for her. Yeah. I used to anytime we took the bus, I'd be like, oh, I'm getting me a little breakfast before I go to school. Get a little beef patty. You get a beef patty. I'll get you a little drink. I love a two for one special. Yes. Yeah. Cheers to that. Let's clap for the two for one special. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, we always ask our guests if there's a harsh truth that they've learned in recent years that they'd like to share with the audience. Do you feel like there's a harsh truth that you've learned in terms of relationships, in terms of music, in terms of hustling to make your dreams come true? Wow. Uh, I've learned a lot. Of, when you, you touched on a couple of different things. Yeah. Um, I think... Damn. If you don't have a harsh truth, I have a question for you, actually. Go ahead. Like I asked instead of the harsh truth. My question is, do you feel like you're at where you want to be career-wise? Not, not, no. Because I know where I could be, where I could be mm-hmm. and what I'm capable of. Okay. And what's stopping you from getting there? I think I don't blame anything on anybody or any outside source. I feel like I'm completely in control of where I go. So that's why I've really put forth the effort, you know, because I can't sit here and wait for opportunity to fall in my lap. For a while, I was kind of complacent. I was like, I've got talent. And, you know, it's not just my friends telling me my music is good. I go do stage performances. I put my music online and I'm getting reviews from strangers. They don't have to tell me it's good, but they say it. So that means I'm clearly I'm doing something right. So I'm just like, okay, I'm going to throw it online and eventually... Of of investors gonna reach out to me or somebody wants to promote me, but I realized nah, I have to do more. You know, I thought I did enough, but I have to do more to get where I want to go. So it's on me. I think that's the harsh truth right there. Yeah. Period. And has anyone told you that you look like I'm searching up the name to remember the name of this artist? Has anyone told you that you look like um, Amine? Who? Oh, Amin. Oh, that guy? <laughs> Amin. Why? I don't know nobody's name today. Has I've, anyone told you you look like him? I've heard that before. I heard that one time before. So it's not just me? Nah, I heard that one time. Okay. Good to know. I don't think, I don't see it though. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's that close. Yeah, it's not that close. It's more like a cousin. Yeah, he could be a cousin or something mm-hmm. like that. And I heard he's he's mixed with um African roots too. So maybe that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Might be my cousin for real. For real. <laughs> Gotta look into that. Okay, so before we send you off, do you want to remind the audience about your social media accounts and where they can find you and possibly promote any projects that you're working on? Okay, big facts. I ain't know I was leaving though. Damn, I like it here, man. <laughs> <laughs> but so y'all can follow me on Instagram at Elky the Creative. My music page, Elky Music, my YouTube channel, Elky TV, all of that is on Instagram. And I have a new single I'm working on. Ooh. I can't, I don't want to pre- preview it on here. I could show y'all when it's done if y'all want to. Okay. But this single about to go crazy. Like, it's probably my best work so far. So I'm really working towards dropping that. It's going to be called Election. Nice. We got a sneak peek. Well, yeah. I wish you all the success with that song. Thank you. And one last thing before we head out, we always ask for a song of the pod. 
So if you have a song that you've been listening to lately, or maybe one of your own songs that you'd like to lead us out to that I can access right now, um, just let us know. I'm feeling like Halo Mama. Halo Mama? Yeah. I really like that song. Like, I like it. I want to see the ladies getting sturdy to that. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Okay. So we're going to lead you out to Halo Mama by Elkie. And it was great spending this last hour with you. Facts, facts. Um, follow us at Bronx Girl at Heart. And follow our Spotify account. And follow us on Apple. Please leave a rating, review, all that. Until next time. Bye. Move. 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 Lose it. Shake it for me. I wanna see your body moving. First you gotta move it. First you gotta move it. Hey, I wanna see your body moving. First you gotta move it. First you gotta move it. Hey, I might just make it rain. But first you gotta prove it. Show me how you doing it. Hey, I wanna see you move your ways. Like when we was on Utica, heading to the palace.